Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I said, every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have Kelly Conway with us today. She grew up in Encino, California, and due to the success of her comedian father, Tim Conway, she was always around show business. Her book, My Dad's Funnier Than Your Dad, is her love letter to her father and mother, as well as an account of the warm, laugh-filled world in which she spent her childhood. And we're excited to have her on the show, so welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Thanks. So, you know, I always like to start the show out kind of the same way. You know, the last 18 months been rough for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, how in the entertainment industry has COVID affected you? And what have you done to kind of maneuver through this craziness? Well, as far as the book goes, we've, we started writing right when COVID hit, like last March. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. and, and everything came through, the contracts and, and what we were going to do kind of at the end of February. And then Caroline and I started writing um, and we wrote for the whole, like during the whole lockdown during, because no one was working. So we were, yeah. um, right, we wrote for a year, over a year, um, a few days a week on the phone. Oh, wow. Um, so in a way it was kind of good. I mean, I didn't, I'd rather not have had it, but yeah. it was, yeah. it, I wasn't working. And so we could concentrate on, uh, on writing the book. Yeah, that's like us. You know, we launched the show January of 2020, so a couple months before COVID. Oh, yeah. And, and our original plan was maybe 100 interviews our first year. We thought if we could do build that, be a great foundation for a first year. And then uh-huh. COVID happens. And as I'm watching everything get shut down, I told Sandy, I was like, you know, we don't want COVID to happen, but it's here. Yeah. yeah. We might as well take advantage of it and just go all out with our show because people need a place to talk. And because of that, we've done over 460 interviews now. Wow. That's amazing. See, the, everything kind of it might slide into place how it's supposed to, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And like exactly. you said, yeah. it's not that you want COVID to happen, but it's here. We can't change it. We might as well make the best of it. Yeah, take advantage of it. I, I, wouldn't, I would not have sat still for a year and a half writing uh, had it not <laughs> been for COVID. So <laughs> yeah. it would it would have been a much shorter book. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it would have been about eight pages. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so tell us a little bit about the book and the yeah. premise. And let's start there. Well, I I didn't have plans to do this. I, I, when my dad, my dad and I were very, very close. And when my dad passed away, uh, after my dad passed away, I was approached um, by a couple people and asked if, asking if I wanted to write a book. And at first I said no, um, because my dad was very private and so am I really. Um, (laughs) And I didn't want to expose something that maybe didn't need to be. But when I realized that the first thing people say to me after they find out who my dad is, because I don't, I mean, I don't walk into a room announcing who my dad is but eventually people either see my last name or someone tells them or they put it together um they the first thing they ask me is what was it like growing up with your dad in that house like was it fun every day yeah it was really fun every day (laughs) um and so you know these are just some stories and uh growing up and the lessons he taught us 
uh, in a funny way, he and my mom, uh, to get us to behave because there's six of us. I have five younger brothers. Wow. And oh, so wow. Uh, being the eldest and the only girl, I was kind of in charge a little bit, but it, it was a, it was a fun childhood. And so, like I said, everybody asks. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yes. so he's off camera the way he was on camera. Exactly. Like you, you, oh, wow. you know, people sometimes, a lot of times aren't cause I were, I, um, yeah. I'm a yeah. wardrobe stylist and costume designer. Mm -hmm. So I work in commercials and TV and a lot of times they're not the same as, as they appear on tv but my dad was even better and that's good because again not not everybody finds that part that fits right. because you know a lot of people in the acting world you know they play parts that really is not them but they play it because again it's their passion but then exactly. every now and then you run into an actor actress that like we had Burt Ward recently, who oh, who was, yes, was you know Robin, Robin on the, the original. original. I just Batman. watched part of that. That was great. Yeah, and he talked about that. His the part he played was him. Was him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's perfect. Then it's comfortable. And my like I said, my you know those things were my dad. Like he would do what he did on the Carol Burnett show. He would come home and do it, um, or start at home and then go do it at work. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, it was all he was he was fun and games pretty much all the time like it wasn't just let's go swim in the pool it was okay we're having a swim meet build a trophy put some tinfoil <laughs> on it um make lanes in the pool and invite all the neighborhood kids over and have a swim meet not just go oh, wow. splash around in the pool so he made everything wow. kind of an event wow. awesome because there oh, were so wow. many of us too i mean he had to yeah. He had to shut us up too. <laughs> yeah, so, keep everybody busy. So, so basically, when you know, I don't know if you've ever read the whole thing about the disc program personality styles. He was the I. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> that's I'm the I'm a I with a little bit of D in me um, on the whole disc personality styles. Um, yeah. But I, I get it because again, I'm one of the people that if I can't have fun, I don't want to do it. Actually, it, you could say that, I mean, I, the reason why I do my job is because uh -huh. it's fun and I, and yeah. I wouldn't be doing this job, my job, um, in the entertainment business, if it wasn't fun, you know, it's COVID has taken some of the, a little bit of fun away. Uh, you know, we have to wear masks and, and tests and, and, uh, gloves and face shields. So it's mm -hmm. a little cumbersome, but what am I going to do? That's funny. Right. One, one of the people's asked, what is your middle name? And are you ever confused with the other Kelly Conway? Uh, <laughs> my middle name is Anne. Uh, oh, wow. That's actually, so that's awesome. my first name. Um, my first name is Kellyanne. Well, my first oh, name wow. is Kellyanne. Mm -hmm. And uh, my middle name is Dalton. My mom's maiden name. Uh, oh, yeah. so, <laughs> wow. In fact, the publisher, uh, when we were kind of getting toward the end and we we're talking about cover, uh, yeah. uh design and stuff like that he said hey um do you have a middle name just so people don't get you confused with kelly and conway do you have a middle oh, name and i went oh you're not gonna like this oh <laughs> so a lot of people like her a lot of people don't like her but um right. they i do get uh at airports and when i have to show id they're like are you kidding me 
So, oh, wow. <laughs> you, know, you know, that's like uh, when, when I was putting a promo up for this and stuff, I made sure that I added daughter of Tim Conway. Because again, like you said, right. 50% of people out there love her, 50% of people hate her. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's probably right down the line. Yeah, and and I know people would avoid that name. Uh, they, there's so much dislike. But then the people that really like her, really, really like her. So true. I'll That's settle true. somewhere in the middle. <laughs> yes, really, yes. Love that. Um, so what are you currently doing outside of the book? I uh, am working. I am um, waiting for ski season to start. <laughs> I just kind of sit through summer and wait for it to start snowing. Uh, all I want to do is ski. I just work so I can ski, really. Um, I have a couple of projects coming up uh, next week and the week after. I do commercials. I do wardrobe. Uh, so I shop a lot and I design and... Uh, and we shoot eventually and then start all over again on the next commercial. Wow. You know, as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory in your big artists, your big actors, your Tim Conways and all that. But they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it takes to get to them levels. And I always want to talk about that because I think it's kind of glossed over in the in the entertainment world as, oh, if you got the talent, you can make it. But you've seen behind the scenes when it comes to what it takes mm -hmm. to make it at Tim Conway's level. So let's talk a little bit about that as some of the sacrifices you and your dad have had to make through the years. Well, you, I, ha I had such a lovely childhood. There was no, um, my dad always said, he he said, I'm not interesting enough for the National Enquirer or People Magazine to come over and knock on my door. He said, I don't go to parties. I don't, I don't, you know, he said, I behave. So if I, yeah. he said, if I start not behaving, then I'm sure they'll be knocking. But he, he's right. just kind of, he always said he's kind of boring. Um, and <laughs> so there wasn't much controversy as far as that goes, but yeah. um, mm there, there are some, there are some downsides. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be new starting out in this business now. Mm. I mean, yeah. not to discourage anyone because if you want yeah. to do it, you're oh, going to do course. it. Mm -hmm. Especially with social media. Social mm -hmm. media has changed it. It's, um, I mean, right now, like, you know, doing everything remotely, um, it's taken it, that, that part has it, it's taken the fun out of it is doing you know, everything's through email and Zoom meetings now. Um, I don't love that, but um, yeah. Um, and now you got to watch what you say even five, 10 years ago. You got to watch what your name is. My, I mean, you, I have to watch what my name is. And because wow. some people don't like it. So uh, yeah, social media has taken kind of some of the fun out of it. Uh, there's nothing private anymore, which again, you know, it's fine if you behave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we well, just want to behave. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's work and it looks really fun. And 90% mm -hmm. of the time it is fun, but I struggle. You know, I it's not I, I I'm a wardrobe stylist and costume designer. So the shopping part is fun, the design part is fun, the building, um, and trying to get to that place with the director and producers to try to get to what we're creating. Um, but mm -hmm. you don't want to see me at two in the morning, you know, aging a pair of jeans or a hat to make them look 40 years old. Uh, it's, that part's not fun. Uh, the hours sometimes aren't that fun, but you know, I work for two or three weeks solid and then you have a week off. So it, to me, I like that schedule. 
<laughs> yeah. I'd rather have that schedule than than a weekly, uh, you know, day to day, nine to five type thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like with us, you know, a lot of people, they see the fun that we have on this show, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever it ends up being each time. Yeah. And they don't see the heartache, the 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 going back and forth, trying to book people, the um, the turndowns, yeah. the, the the people that say yeah and then don't show. And yeah, and I, and I was thinking about that this morning. That you know, it's because because I'm not showing up at a studio, and I'm not, you know, okay, she's parking, she's here. Like you, you physically see someone's there. You have to kind of hope that. Uh, my Wi-Fi is working. Uh, that exactly. that you, I can hear you. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that um, you just kind of cross your fingers and think. You know, I you could when you don't have to be somewhere. Like if I had if I were coming to your studio wherever you are, yeah. um, I know I had to be there at eleven o'clock, so I'd leave at whatever hour to get there. Mm -hmm. um, but here yeah. it's like. You know, you could start making coffee and and throw a load of laundry, and you're sitting pretty, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, it's it's eleven o'clock." So, because it's in your home. Yes. Yeah, our friend Joe is like, That's "I'm right. he's working on a guest right now while he's watching the show." Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Waiting for one. Or waiting for one. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's you got. It's you know, we don't build this business on hope. Uh, I hope someone shows up, but you kind of hope. Someone shows up. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we, and nothing goes wrong. We we had yes. one guest. Now this is when just we, once. This yeah, only happened it once. It was audio, but it's when it was audio. Then. So we'll, it, probably video this wouldn't happen. But in the middle of an interview last year, when we were just audio, guest yeah, just left. When we were new. Yeah. Just left. Yeah, yes, uh, we were. We were in the. Us, we yeah. were in the very. I mean, about thirty minutes in of it. We were in the middle of and it. We did like a just, little break to play her song and just and, disappeared. Yeah. And I emailed and everything afterwards, and nothing. Never heard from their team again. Where'd they we go? Never heard back. I we don't know where they went. Well, well, I, well, yeah, they still out there because they're I, still out there. I don't. Of course, that everybody would know who it yeah. is if I said who it was, but I won't do that. But right. I mean, but again, it's one of them things where. We have to even worry about that they stay. We have to worry about and again showing up. That's what that's a big thing. And that's like, a big thing. Yeah. And like you said, many times that they think that if they're just using Wi-Fi, they'll be fine. And that's not always fine. True. It's not. I mean, there's um I live I live on the beach and on a really busy highway. And I'm mm -hmm. just praying that, that no motorcycles go by because <laughs> there's a lot of motorcycles uh, yeah. on my highway. <laughs> yeah, reading this. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, um, what are some magical moments that's happened through your career and Tim's career that you can look back and you're like, wow, you know, that was awesome. Um, as far as my career or our life with my dad, I guess, but both. both, I mean, since yeah, the book is about your both. dad and mm -hmm. all that, we can talk about both, you know, yes, your career, yeah. but also your dad. Mm hmm. Um, as far as with my dad, just growing up, it was, and, and it sounds like I'm making this up, but it was pretty magical At, growing up with my dad and my mom, uh, and my five brothers, it was pretty great. And, and we just recently found I had in storage for, for 30 years, a box, a giant box filled with, um, super eight, um, the, uh, movies. Mm -hmm. So my brother bought it. We brought we bought a projector a few weeks ago and yeah. started watching them. 
and these little magical moments that my dad always had a camera and in those days you know it was there was no sound right so right, right. um because we were 70s kids yeah um so just watching these movies were it was pretty it was pretty awesome we're very very lucky kids my dad had a great job and he didn't he worked hard but he didn't completely absorb himself so much in it that he didn't you know, he would come home late Friday and sleep all weekend. Um, he he t he took us everywhere. He, um, my dad always said, he said to, and he says to my brothers that have kids, it's not what you buy your kids, it's where you take them. And oh. he took us everywhere. He took us everywhere, doesn't matter where. On set, he took us to the hardware store. He took us, um, he took us to the Grand Canyon once um oh, no. i don't know we were misbehaving and my mom's like get these a-holes out of my house or i'm gonna kill them so my dad threw us in the car and mm -hmm. we drove to the grand canyon drove across arizona to the grand canyon wow. Wow. we got out of the car <laughs> six hours later my dad goes guys this is erosion look at it now get back in the car got back in the car and turned around and came home and took enough time for my mom to settle down yeah, give her some. And you know, space. I love that because love that. you know, I would rather have experiences with our kids yeah. than have material things. Oh, exactly. Absolutely. Like I said, like the swim meets, and um, if there was a movie on TV, you know, in those days you couldn't, you didn't just click on something and watch it. You had to wait, you know, once a year if the Wizard of Oz came on. Mm -hmm. um, and he would set our our living room up like a theater and sell popcorn and Aww. and sell tickets and <laughs> and put numbers on seats. So it was yes. everything was pretty. He, I think, figuring out in writing this book. I mean, I kind of knew we had some great lessons from he and my mom, um, mm -hmm. but the lessons he taught us without us really knowing it were are pretty great and that a lot of that came out in writing this because like yeah. i said he would so say the wizard of oz is on he would tape up the windows with tin foil so it was dark and uh, <laughs> yeah. sell popcorn and sell tickets and have a turnstile and and there was ushers and you know neighborhood kids and things so wow, and like i saw this in the book thing. i get i got up in the middle of the wizard of oz to go to the restroom and mm -hmm. my dad had a turnstile with a fake you know, arm on it and everything. Yeah. I go out and I come back in. My dad's sitting there and he goes, um, ticket, ma'am. I go, dad, I'm sitting right there. I have my ticket's on my seat. He goes, well, I need to see your ticket. I go, well, I don't know where it is. It's either it's on my seat. <laughs> I might have left it in the bathroom. He goes, well, he goes, you can't get back in if you don't have your ticket. I go, my dad, it's me. He goes, all right, you can go in. But if you do that in a theater, they're not gonna let you back in. I'm like, okay, okay. The monkeys yeah. are coming and they're going to pick Make up. Lesson. Yeah. yeah. So, so these, these little lessons that I never really knew were happening, happened pretty daily. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I love that. So he played, always played the role, whatever it was, he was play. he was all in. All in. Yeah, he, he did. He was, he was all in like, a, and swim meets, like I said, uh, he would take, um, an old flipper or a swim fin and cover it in tin foil and nail it onto a piece of wood. And, and that would be the swim trophy or, um, we had go-karts and tracks and that he built, you know, wow. um, near death, near death situations, sometimes. <laughs> but no one died. <laughs> we all so survived. What, 
So what were some of the difficult parts to write in the book? Um, the difficult part, my parents divorced. That was hard. Um, you know, cause that, cause at that time they, people did start kind of coming around. Um, at the time it was just national choir, I think, um, oh, wow. you know, asking questions yeah. and things. And that was, so a now they come, uh, pardon. So now they come. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but is there anything before that? I mean, just regular childhood, you know, things, heartbreaks and teachers and, you know, not making a team or, you know, we, I, I'm, it sounds like I'm making it up, but I'm not, we had a great childhood and it's because my dad and my mom protected us and they're both from, my mom's from Dearborn, Michigan. And my dad is from Cleveland near outside of Cleveland. Okay, and yeah. they just had these small Midwest values. Um, yeah. And yeah. they kind of grazed us like that, you know? Um, wow. In fact, when I go back to either of those towns, um, much more comfortable back there than, than out here, even though I'm born and raised here. Uh, yeah. It's just the, the simpleness and the, and the people and the, the, the compassion. People are different outside of LA. LA is a rough said, town. He said Cleveland in the house. Yes. And the question. I haven't been back to Cleveland since my grandmother died. And I think I'm too sad to go. But I think we're going. I get that. Um, I understand that. For the book. Um, my dad was born and raised in Chagrin Falls. And uh, there's a the Chagrin Little Theater my dad um, supported and uh, contributed to. So I think we're gonna do a book signing or or some kind of event in Chagrin. So if you're near Chagrin Falls after in December, <laughs> um, I love it there. It was such a great town. So as you know, a lot of people, they see the celebrities and all that, but they don't see the teams behind them. In our opinion, teams never get the they love don't. they deserve. So I want to, yeah, so you can take a few moments just to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. The team that helps me be I am? I am, yeah. um, gosh, my brothers. My brothers are pretty, are still a pretty good team. Um, I have people that I work with that are, that really help uh, assistants and, um, I, I tend to control a lot of it because I because <laughs> I am very um, I've been working I've been doing this for a long time and I think I've been yeah. doing it for a long time because um, I don't just kind of start it and walk away and go on to something else I really yeah. get in there and um, really hands on and a lot of people that do what I do aren't so much like that. Um, you know, assistants and, and our production team uh, is, you know, they support us like, so so I can do my job and design and make everything good. All the technical part is is taken care of. So, and how about your PR team for your book? He's amazing, Roger. Yeah. Oh, Roger yeah. Um, we just started. Actually, this is my first interview. Oh wow. oh wow! We just started because we didn't have a um, a launch date for the book yet, uh, yeah. and we just found out it uh, it pushed a little bit to December fifteenth, which uh, happens to be my mm -hmm. dad's birthday. 
Ah, oh, what a, and, but they oh, didn't know that. And so I was kind of, <laughs> I was, I was a little um, bummed out about it being pushed, but they had to, they had to move some stuff around and, um, mm -hmm. and fix a couple of things. And, and also, you know, speaking of COVID, there's delays in printing yep. and um, publishing and, um, you know, putting things together like that. It doesn't, you know, I, I, I'm sitting here and I'll be going, well, how come it can't come out in November? <laughs> really? And that's the only book that you're printing? <laughs> so, um, so I'm patiently waiting, but then when they, they just kind of, they emailed the other that's day saying it's, it'll be yeah. the 15th, which is my dad's birthday. So I didn't argue with it. I think that's pretty cool. Yep. And, and you know, oh, speaking of that, you know, back in 2019, we wanted to launch this show and we procrastinated, procrastinated and never did that. And at the end of that year, I remember I was like, how do I launch it without procrastinating? And just do it. So yeah. I decided that we would launch January 3rd of 2020 because that was my mom's birthday. Yeah, great. And, yeah, and that so way we could the day that mattered. Yeah. That it mattered. And that was a day that we would um, dedicate kind of to her as the launch of this show. And guess yes. what? We did the show. That's great. I, Jay, I'm really number wise. I'm really. Um, uh a lot of coincidences, which I don't think are coincidences. Um, yeah. Our, the book is 33 chapters and that's the year my dad was born. Oh, wow. Um, and, and actually I have to say we had 32. I'm like, can't we stretch out a couple and, or do another chapter? Cause I, yeah. cause I, cause I wanted it to be, I don't know. I just wanted it exactly how I wanted it. So I wanted 33 chapters. So we made 33 yeah. chapters. Awesome. <laughs> and we're and the cover way. too. Sorry. And we're the same way about numbers. Numbers we are, yes. like art, you know, we, we met online in February 2nd of 02. So 020202 is kind of so twos are our number. Yes. And, yes. and and then, you know, next year we'll be married 20 years. The show will be two years old. Oh wow. Um, so many things with twos keep coming in our life. I love that. Do you ever go to got, hotels and you get room 222 or room 20? The last hotel yeah. in Nashville was, um, we were at, I think 221 and we sent two, but we, we have to walk by 222 to every time. Every time. Yes. But yeah. we, we catch I, that a lot. That happens, like, a lot. Do, yeah. that happens a lot with threes in, uh, with my dad and I. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and the cover and too, the cover, um, my dad's book. I don't have one here, but it's in my, uh, it's in my office. Um, I made the cover, designed the cover. So it kind of looks like my dad's book without copying it, of course, but the same, yeah. the same color, the same colors, the, uh, kind of similar font. And so if you had both books, it looks like they came from the same house, but a little different. Love that. And, you know, speaking of family, um, we got a third team member, our nine-year-old. We do. His <laughs> name is Christopher. We allowed to come on, ask a few I'll questions. So Sandy's going to go get him. Sure. And we've got a two-and-a-half-year-old that when she gets older, she'll be plugged into the show, too, because we are a family yeah. affair. She's two-and-a-half? Yeah, eventually when we'll have her plugged in, but our nine-year-old we have now plugged in. Awesome. <laughs> and, he's, and he's been on... You know, out of 460 shows, he's been on over 400 of them. Wow. And where are you guys? We're in Savannah, Georgia. Okay. And, you know, and again, you know, we homeschool him and all that. And, 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 you know, we live this 24 seven family. Um, so 
again, I love the experiences. We, you know, and we hope that he can remember these times when he gets older. He'll remember because they're all good times. <laughs> and if he doesn't remember, you'll remind him every day. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely remind him. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Kelly. So what's a favorite food? Pardon? What's a favorite food? My favorite, favorite food. food? Mm, I have to say tacos. Mm. That's a good Mexican food. Is that good? Yes. What's yours? Mine is pizza. I was going to say pizza. I almost said pizza, darn it. I, I, Desert Island, I think I'd have to pick pizza and tacos for sure. Two foods. He what would be your second? Food. What would be your second? What's your second favorite food? Uh, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Another, another piece of pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not picky either. He, he, He'll eat he eats almost anything. What's your favorite pizza from what restaurant? Slow Caesars. Uh, Little Caesars is so good. Yes. We don't have many around here, many around here, but there's a couple and I know I know where they are. <laughs> so next. Martha, uh, what's your favorite TV show? Favorite TV show. Right now? Well, actually, I'm gonna say for all time, Schitt's Creek is my I can't get away from it. I watch it. <laughs> I've I'm about six times into the six or seven six seasons. Um, and right. I have it on all the time because it's happy and it's funny and it's not um, crazy. If I watch it before I go to sleep, it's not like guns and loud noises. So it's kind of <laughs> go, to, go to sleep with something funny. So I have better dreams. Uh, yes. And what's yours? Mine is SpongeBob. <clears throat> it is? Yeah. Do you know that my dad's voice was on SpongeBob? Yes. You yes. do? We, we yes. told him. Yes. Aww. Do you know who Barnacle Boy is? Uh, yes, Barnacle. I do. Awesome. Yes, he's a superhero. He is. My dad was a superhero yeah. in real life. In yeah. real life, yep. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> and what's been cool about the show is, you know, we because we bring a lot of actor and actresses also on the show. Um, he's been, and he watches a lot of Nickelodeon and Disney shows. We've been bringing a lot of people from those shows onto our show. You can tell your dad who you want. I mean, he, he and he does. Yeah. I was like, I was like, we try, you know, again, there, we, you know, we don't always get everybody that he's asked for, but we do get some of them. Who's your ultimate super rock star guest that you want on your, on your dad? Who would you really want on a show? Uh oh god. Anyone singer. in the world. Uh anyone. Anyone? Uh how well. Tough, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> George Drake, Garth Yeah. Uh <laughs> we'll put him on the spot, Nick. <laughs> well, you think about it and, and yeah. we will reconvene maybe yeah. when the book comes out and yeah. think about it and tell me, okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and if I run into them yeah. in Malibu, I'll tell them you want them. Yeah. yeah. And you'd want Blake Shelton, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. <laughs> you would? Yes. So he would want Blake Shelton. Me too. <laughs> oh, but you guys that... find him out in your neck of the woods. I don't think, well, actually, I think he, I have heard of people seeing him around LA, so. 
If I ever I run into him, I'll tell you. Some of my dream guests would be Blake Shelton's definitely at the top because we started out as a country music show. That was what it originally started. Oh, but, really? But COVID expanded us because all of a sudden everything shut down. I was like, well, we need to open the door. And because of that, it's been crazy. But Blake oh. would be definitely an ideal in music. Um, I think in entertainment, my ideal, ideal guest would be Steve Harvey. Steve Martin. Steve Harvey. Oh, Steve Harvey. Oh my gosh. Well, give him a call. Because <laughs> he's, mm. you know, when you when you hear his story, it's like you know, any you know, he has a little ten minute story on YouTube as his Apollo story. So anytime yeah. I feel like our show's not getting where it needs to go yet, I'll go listen to that, and it helps re motivate me back. <laughs> I love that. I like Steve Harvey a lot. Get him on. <laughs> We're trying. Yep, working on it. <laughs> how do you guys and how do you guys get a hold of people too? That's a question for you. Is it well, all we, you're doing? I mean, you're calling publicists and agents and things. Well, we we've got a list that we buy into um, from the internet, and it has agents and PR teams and all the info we need, and we shoot them an email and tell them a little bit about the show wow. that we'd love to have them on, and and some people say yes. And we get, I, I get probably a hundred rejections a month or more um, What? because, yeah, but you know, that's why we've gotten some of the people we've gotten is because you know what I can, you know what some, some of the rejections last year are now coming on. So as hmm. we grow, you know, more and more people are saying yes. And, and, and I think, you know, like we got Scotty McQuarrie um, not long ago and that's I think his manager was just tired of hearing me because I, I every month I would because again if you say no unless you say it's never going to happen right. I'm emailing you next month and I'm emailing you next month I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure that our show name is in front of you yeah. every month well I'll come back <laughs> I'll be on your show every day and I'll, I'll bore you to tears <laughs> we would love that <laughs> All right, so what's a fair movie my favorite movie is Field of Dreams. Ooh, that's, that's a good, good one. one. We love Have you ever that. seen it? No. He hasn't. <gasps> we need to see it. You need to see it. Yeah. It's Friday night. You Okay, it's Friday night. Yeah. Soon. Get your parents. You're going to watch Field of Dreams tonight if you don't have any plans. If yeah. you, get, get a piece of pizza. Watch yeah. Field of Dreams. It's such a good movie. It's, it mm. is. And tomorrow we're jumping in the car and driving up to yeah. Nashville. We are. You are? I was just in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. See, our, our anniversary is October fifth, and our nineteen it'll be nineteen years. And you know, and um, she's got a, her mom lives in Kentucky, so we figure let's tie two things in. So we're spending four nights in Nashville, then four nights with her mom in Kentucky. I love Nashville. Yeah, we're planning on moving there. You are. Yeah, the, we we oh. fell in love with the place, the people. We got a lot of contacts there. Um, it's really, I mean, we've been there three times now this year already. So funny, some of my PR friends in Nashville said, it's time to move. <laughs> well, it's a good place to move. I, I, I'd love to live there. I, could, I would consider moving there. I love it. Oh, well. So what's yours? Mine is the Minions movie. It is? Yes. Yeah, I've only good. seen I've only seen parts of it, I have to shirt. say. Oh, let me see your t-shirt. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I didn't I couldn't see your t-shirt or I could have guessed it. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. If you just seen that, you know, that's, he, he <laughs> loves, and our two and a half year old, she loves the men. Every, we could be walking in a mall. And if she sees a little minion in one of the stores, we have to go in there. Well, after tonight, after you watch Field of Dreams, yeah. I want to talk to you again and see which is now, which yeah. is your new favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty magical. It is. There's a, there's, I've seen it a hundred times and it's a pretty magical movie. You've seen it a bunch hmm. of times. And I feel like that's what our show is. You know, they say you build it and they will come. Well, we're yeah. building it. So. It's true. It's true. My dad knew that that was my favorite movie and it's always on, you know, a random buried station at some point in the day or over the weekend. It's on somehow somewhere on some mm -hmm. station. And my dad used to call and say, they're on the part where he walks out of the corner. I'm like, okay, okay. I'll be home in five minutes. So he knew, I knew, he knew that I knew every part of it. So. You know, that's just yeah. like Walt Disney. Remember when he launched um, Disneyland, he had this big dream and all that. And exactly. nobody believed in it, but he knew if he built it, they would come. Exactly. And, and I've, I remember um, hearing the story that when Disney World in Orlando opened up, because of course he was already dead by that point, that right. they, uh, he was his family was asked about, um, isn't it a shame that he didn't get to see this? And I remember their response was, oh, he's seen this every day. Wow. It was, it was, it was I like in his that. Head. That's smart. Because, because he lived it in his mind. He knew exactly what he wanted. In fact, from what I understand, if I remember reading correctly, hopefully I get this right. But because by that point he was already big, he had somebody go and bid on that land in Orlando as a no-name person. Really? And, that, and he got it cheaper than what he would have been if they knew Walt Disney was bidding. Smart man. <laughs> and again, everything, you, you do what you got to do, right? Gosh, he's brilliant. Have you been <laughs> to Disney World or Disneyland? Huh? Has he been? Have you been to Disney World? Uh, Not no. Yet. No. Yeah. We've we've Come he on, even, parents. We got to get the ball rolling. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> he would love it. You'll What's love it. What's funny is I've never been to Disney. We've never been we've to Disney. We've never. I've never been either. It's magical. Hmm. Your sister, your little sister, she's two. Yeah, yes. two and a half. She probably she won't appreciate it as much as you will now. Yeah. You have perfect yeah. age to go right now. Yeah. She'll love it. It's because it, there's there's stuff to look at all day and all night. But you'll really yeah. love it. Right. We'll have to go next year. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Right. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, and he loves he loves to be on the show. He really loves it when people talk back to him because because you know not every guest does that. Usually, it's the ask yeah. questions and then he goes. But he really loves it when people conversate like that. He's so yeah, cute. Engage with him. He loves it. He's <laughs> a good host. <laughs> We're training him for something. We'll just yeah, figure that he, out down the road. He wants his own show someday. So we'll. we'll Can you imagine when he grows up? He's like, "What do your parents do? Um, they do a show." When I'm on it every all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like as we said that we're gonna um his little girlfriend's down the road. We'll we'll have to say, hey, you should see you know, he got the uh, beyond with so and so uh, Yeah, show <laughs> clips of it. Yeah. He has a lot, he's a, he'll have a lot of connections. Yep. So it'll yeah. it'll be interesting to see where he goes and it will. and where she because that's the cool thing about the show that we're doing is the connections we're making because we don't know where the connections will lead five years from now, 10 years from now. What did you guys do before this? 
well, we've been in marketing for years, uh, did a little local city guide type stuff. And yeah. in fact, I even launched for Nashville, even though we're not there yet, a, a little guide called the Metro Buzz, where we do positive news for the middle Tennessee. Good. Positive so, yeah. news. Yep. Because, you know, I, in fact, we launched the very first positive news thing in Savannah years ago. And I did it because all you seen was negative, negative. Even when a, a local media has a positive news story, if you read between the lines, there's still something negative about that. And I'm like, yeah, it's got to be always. something positive out there. And we just wanted to create something that's nothing but positive. So we did the Metro Buzz for Nashville to try to help our transition as we move into Nashville. That's great. Yeah, I'm more positive. It's hard to watch the news lately. Um, whatever side or whatever beliefs you have yep. it's hard it's hard either way and <laughs> that's why i watch Shit's creek at night because it's happy <laughs> okay. and also in nashville next year uh we've we're putting on our first um little charity event called 40 over 40 where we recognize the leaders of middle tennessee who are over 40. nice because you know everybody does 40 under 40 30 under yeah, 40. I don't know anybody does that. that's for, like a 40 over 40. So we want to be the first to make that movement happen. I'm over 40. <laughs> us too, yeah, so I just turned I just turned 50. So I'm getting up there. Life's getting better though. I love it. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, what are some sources of inspiration for you? Oh gosh. I, like I said, I wasn't kidding before when I said I work really so I can ski. Yeah. So I'm inspired to work as much as I can during the summer when it's, there's no snow yeah. here. Um, so I can ski. Like I, I, um, I just want to ski really. Awesome. Wow. Getting through time so I can ski. Um, but as far as real inspiration, um, Gosh, I have an awesome niece who's going to be 16 years old next week. Um, and she's just this innocent, sweet, she's almost small town. My uh, brother lives in Burbank, California, Okay. Um, which is kind of small town still. Yeah. I mean, it's a city, but it's, it's smaller than a lot of places. Um, and she, I just look at her and I'm thinking... This kid is still, even with social media and how life has changed, especially in the last year and a half, this kid is just inspires me. I love wow. it. I love her. Her name's oh, Sophia, and I love her. Oh, wow. And she's awesome. gonna get her driver's license soon. She's so little. Does that scare you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's so little. She's tiny. Oh well. I mean, oh, yeah. But she's only because she's sixteen. You know, she's yeah. I, I can't believe that I was allowed to drive at that height in that age and that with that inexperience. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Christopher's already saying seven more years, and I'm driving. We're like, no, no, because <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I, I actually got my nine more years till he's day. out of the house. <laughs> yeah, that that's really scary. And it's crazy because all of our friends, they have kids mm -hmm. in college and stuff. And yeah. here we are, got a nine-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old. <laughs> They'll keep us young, hopefully. <laughs> it will. What's the two-year-old's name? Caitlin. She's Caitlin. Caitlin. 
Yep. So, so you know, definitely, mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely been interesting and especially, it when, has. you know, especially we were married 10 years before we had our first and then seven years later had a second. So yeah, well, you guys got to know each other before you had kids. That's great. We did. We that was, that was time. the plan. We wanted to, plan. and we wanted to enjoy life together before that. Cause we, we've watched a lot of marriages fall apart when kids come and you're like, especially yeah. when kids come at the very beginning, it's, it's marriage is tough anyway. And then you bring, throw kids on it, throw work on it, throw everything on it. And we're just like, you know what? We're going to enjoy each other. Good yeah. idea. And here we are smart. about to be 19 years married. So yes, congratulations. Next oh, week's your anniversary. Hmm? Did you say next week's your anniversary? Yeah. yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday. Congratulations. I'll think of you guys on Tuesday. So it'll be oh, 19 years. And like I said, next year will be the big two. 20. 20. Next two, year. two, 22. Wow. Good planning. So, 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 yep, October 5th of that of next year. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. We're planning on renewing two? That's when you guys met on 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, two, yeah, yeah, we met on the 2-2. Okay. So, so, so we're about to go into our 20th 20 years year of meeting. meeting on 2-2-2-2. Two, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you have two kids. Yep, and yeah, two, two kids. And, and the crazy a lot thing. A of twos in our life. And though. the crazy thing is we met February 2nd of 2 We talked on the phone the first time February 4th. We, we set a wedding date February 18th, and we met in person March 4th. So we were meeting in person to see who we were going to marry. Yeah. No way. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so, amazing. I love that. And it's not been easy, the, the, you know, because I went, I went through 19 years of addictions. And the first five years of our addiction, my addictions was still with when we were beginning of our marriage. Yeah. So sure. she put up with a lot. Those first, most women would have left, but she loved me through the, uh, you know, a lot of people always talk about that she allowed me to walk over her. Like, that's not what she did. She allowed me to experience God's pure love through her. That's what I believe. You guys need to write a book. We are. We're in the process. Well, 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 the first book is going to be called The Unlikely Show. Yeah. Because it's going to be about, about the foundation the of, show got started, of why and how the show got started. And then the second right? book will be our life story. Yeah. Right. Tell me what comes out. We, we will, will. will do. Writing yeah. a book, the, I, the experience that I had in writing, I'm not a writer. And mm. so Caroline St. Clair um, is an, an amazing writer. And she, I can tell story. I can tell a great story, but I can't, I'm not a writer and I'm not, mm. and I don't want to be because it's not, you know, at first she would say things like, um, you know, the, the leaves rustled in the spring, uh, in the fall <laughs> air, the autumn colors. I'm like, I would never say that. I'd never say yeah. that. Yeah. So between, you know, I'd be like, I'm crunching through leaves on my 10 speed with a helmet on. Like, it, I, so somewhere in the middle, we came yeah. to uh, how a normal person would talk. Um, right. But writing's hard. Uh, but my point to the story is, oh, I, after my dad passed away, there was some uh, unfortunate, uh, story at the end with my stepmom and her not wanting to me to see my dad and, uh, trying to keep me away from him. That was rough. Um, it's rough when a parent fades anyway, but then to have that on top of it, um, was bad, but there was no better therapy than writing this book and talking about it. And like I said, realizing these lessons that I never, you know, I would tell a story and go, Oh, I supposed to take my ticket out of the theater so I can get back in or out of the, I need to bring my passport when I leave the country. Wait, what? So (laughs) these these things that my dad taught us in this and um, 
the thoughts I had and the bad thoughts I had at the end because of my stepmom and, and that whole mess, um, there was no better therapy than writing a book. Wow. And if it sells 10 copies, fine. If it sells, it doesn't matter. It's out of my heart yes. and it's out yes. of my body and my brain. And I'm pretty peaceful and at peace with everything that happened. And I love oh, that because years ago, what where I really had some aha moments was um, I sat down to write my story out and I wrote 50,000 words. And that was the goal. Wow. And I now tell people, and I don't know if anybody's ever listened to me on this, and hopefully they have, but they've never told me they have. But I believe that every person should think back to their childhood and, and, and remember back to the first moment that they, that, you know, that they can remember yeah. and write there, even if they don't want to write a book, write your story out yeah. because this is what it does and make it a minimum of 50,000 words. Because what usually happens if you don't make that a minimum is you'll write the good, you'll write the bad, but you won't write the ugly and the ugly is what will change you. Yeah. And it'll give you the aha moments. And so if you write 50,000 plus words and you write your story out, all of a sudden you'll start connecting some dots saying, Ooh, that led to that, which led to that, which led, Oh, and then all of a sudden light bulbs will happen. That's what exactly. did to me. And then you realize why you do things, why I, um, why you, uh, have to have a clean kitchen before you go to sleep or why just these little quirks <laughs> and, and things that you do and that you teach that I try to teach my niece or, you know, little kids that I love my, I don't have kids, but I, my friend's kids, like, I think they like me because I'm not their mom. So <laughs> I have all these little kids uh, back East and out here that you, you teach them and you remember what you went through. And, and I, Caroline, who I wrote with, um, said your memory is unbelievable and i said that i think wow. part of that is having five brothers because we're oh, and we're yeah. all so close in age that we mm -hmm. kind of all remember the same things it's not like at a you know we were separated by 20 years or something yeah. um so we all kind of there were six of us only in eight years so we were in the same oh wow decade you know yeah um so we remember a lot and we talk about it a lot because we had such a blast growing up um and we talk about it a lot so Love it's that. it's and then and then it's what you want to teach your kids, you know, and your friends' yeah. kids, and mm -hmm. just exactly. to behave. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a good one. That is yeah, a good. One. Just behave. <laughs> yes. Uh, what would you like for your legacy to be? What do you want to be known and remembered for? Mine. Oh gosh. Yes. Um. Am I dead? What am I doing? Am I dead yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, before um, that. Just I'm compassionate and and kind person like my dad. My dad, my dad really taught us to uh, to be nice to everyone. And you know, everybody gets in their in their uh, things once in a while. And although I'm an you know I'm a kind person and compassionate and want to help, I want to help everybody. You can't some you can't help everybody. Um, you, I'll I'll protect myself if need be by um, by you know either the volume or language or whatever it is. I'll protect myself from my family and my friends. Yeah. But just yeah. basically just being you know a kind person and a good skier. 
Now she talked about legacy. Let's go to the most immediate. What's next? What's next for me? Yeah. When does ski season start? <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. That's all. I think it's it's 46 days until our ski area opens. So I'm oh, counting down. Not long. Yeah. So yeah. It'll be soon. Um, so and I usually ski. I usually ski in the summer uh, down in South America. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. But, you know, this whole COVID thing has prevented us from going down to Chile and Argentina. Um, oh, wow. uh, yeah. The la this, pa this past summer and the, and the year before. But. Mm-hmm. I got to write a book, so. So you got something yes. out of it there. Yeah, that's something great accomplished. Yeah, and like I said, it, if if I hadn't had that downtime, and not I, the, the entire, and not just our country, our the, the entire world. world was the world was yeah. shut down. So it was a pretty cool little uh, time to to be able to do this. I it would it would have been I don't know yeah. if it would have been a book at all. Um, it would have been a much different book if I were working and you yeah. know doing everything and having the complications and the distractions of everything else, you know. And so it gave I you really, time to reflect like, on everything. Pardon? And it gave you time to reflect on everything. Oh, totally. Yeah. And uh, you know, at, at first I'm like, oh, I forgot this story and I forgot about that story. And <laughs> and then my brother has a radio show in LA and he's on uh, Monday through Friday in the evenings and you know he'll tell a story on the air and i'll go oh i forgot that but then i realized that that's his story and yeah. i remember it a little differently but whatever the story is that's his and mm -hmm. i have mine so yeah. um right so anyway got to tell it and i hope my dad's happy with it he is he will be oh i'm sure he I'm is sure. i'm sure he's looking down and smiling sure he's so proud I never thought I would. I mean, I can barely write my petty cash at the end of a job. So <laughs> it was, I never thought that it would have come to this. I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm excited. Um, December 15th. Yes. We're excited. We to, can't wait. We can't yeah. wait for it too. We'll That's going to be awesome. Yes. We got to stay in touch. And so I can get you a copy if I get any before. Oh, we sounds would love great. that. That sounds so, great. So as we come to a close here, um, tell everybody how they can find you, find the book when it comes out and all that. Well, we just, um, they can find it right now on Amazon. Um, the title, it's called My Dad's Funnier Than Your Dad. And it's about growing up in the funniest house in America with my dad, Tim Conway. Oh, love that. Love that. And you know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today. Yes. We definitely look guest. forward to having you back. We do. Thanks for having me. Have a good weekend, you guys. We'll talk again. We Sounds will. Good. Sounds you great. Too. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Good to meet you. Bye.